Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the first anniversary show on Journey into Passion with Anike S. on Everyday Folks Radio. It is 3 p.m. on May 13, 2017, and I am your host, Anike S. Welcome to what I hope will be an hour of inspiration and encouragement for all of us as we continue on our journeys towards our passions. I also hope that you will hear something that will challenge the way you normally do things so that you will take your journey to the next level. To everyone celebrating a birthday this weekend, happy birthday, and I hope that you are enjoying your birthday weekend. Tomorrow is Mother's Day, and I just want to say, take a moment to say happy birthday to my mom, Sylvia Madison, and a very happy, and I just hope that you are enjoying yourself. Um, she's not with us. Uh, she's out of town, and I just want to say happy Mother's Day. I love you, miss you, and I hope that you are enjoying yourself. And thank you for all that you do. And also, happy Mother's Day to my grandmother, Gladys Hawkins, who makes the 90s look like the 30s. (laughs) I love you. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers. You are the true backbone of the family. This month's series is the Winner's Circle, and like today, I have some phenomenal guests joining joining me this month. You can see more on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash journeyintopassionwithaneks. Today, I am excited to have my dear friend and founder of Everyday Folks Radio, Dr. Billy Jones, with me to help me celebrate my first anniversary. It will be a day of reflection and fun. Today, we're going to have a year in review discussion, and we're talking about some of the past events that have happened since I started the show, and also catch you up on some past guests. And then at the end of the show, what I planned to do was announce the winner of the electronic gift bag. But we don't have a winner yet, so that is great for you because I'm going to change the rules a little bit so that one of you will have a chance to win. Now, all you have to do is this. Answer the following questions, and it's going to be based on what you're going to hear today, so it's going to be really easy. So the questions are, what is the name of Billy Jones's radio show on this network? What is the name of Nakia Cook's workbook? What's the name of Nakia Cook's workbook? And what is the name of Narissa Street's program that she founded? That's it. Three simple questions. Now, to win, you have to send your, your, your answer along, along with your, um, the information that we, where we can reach you at uh, my email at anikepassionjourney at, at, at gmail.com, or you can call in and press 1 on your keypad and let me know when you're ready to answer the question. 347-539-5372, and that's it. Just the answers to those three questions, and make sure, of course, that we have your email so that we can send you the gifts. And I will go ahead and reiterate those questions later on in the show, but um, for right now, just, just think about it, okay? And now for my grateful moment. I am especially grateful today for all of you who have been listening to this show for the past year. It all began when Billy invited me on on his show, BJ Speaks, to have my very first radio interview. And then within a month, gave me an opportunity to have my own show on his network. You never know what God will have in store for you, so look for every opportunity. Look at every opportunity as a chance to get closer to realizing your dreams, like I did on this show. So I am going to bring on our special guest today, the founder of Everyday Folks Radio, Dr. Billy Jones. Hello, Nikki. How are you? I'm so glad you're here. I am too. (laughs) How you doing? For having me. How you doing today? I am great, and I want to say happy birthday to Nikki S. and Journey into Passion. (laughs) Great job, my dear friend. I am so proud of you. Everyone listening, she's hot. She is the place to be, (laughs) and her show has been honestly holding down everyday folks' radio especially for the past four months, which have been kind of turbulent for me. So I want to first say congratulations and also thank you for the continued incredible work that you are doing. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity. I was nervous. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when we had our first interview, and I, I was sitting there. I'm telling you, my legs were shaking so bad under that desk. <laughs> I remember But you were great. Well. And I appreciate it. But I say I remember very distinctly our first conversation. In fact, and we could back it up and talk a little bit about how we first met. Do you remember how oh, we first yes. met? Yes. <laughs> and I'd Leslie. like to say thank you to Leslie, Leslie Green Major, <laughs> or Major Green, excuse me, our dear friend who bridged us because our conversation had nothing to do about Everyday Folks Radio and everything to do about publishing. And out of it right. came the writing plus Everyday Folks Radio. So I'm so grateful for that. And truly you are, you are diva. You are the queen of the hour of the, oh. of the show of the program and continue doing the great work you do. So, yes, I remember very distinctly you were very nervous. But those were the jitters that are expected for everyone because even though I may not show it on the outside, I always get a little antsy before a show as well, even though we're more seasoned today than we were before. But even still, the the first time, there's nothing like that first time. And there were so many moments and emotions and possibilities of things that could go right or wrong, but we made it through, especially you. So congrats. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, most of my listeners know who you are because, you know, I talk about you all the time. But for those of you that don't know, you are, I I like to think, the professor professor extraordinaire at Broward College. I'm sure your students would agree. Uh, You are a published author, founder of this radio station, and host of BJ Speaks, as well as a mentor and speaker. So tell us more about your background so that listeners that don't know you will. Well, you summarized so well. Thank you so much. I will say <laughs> that, my, you know, it's, and Nikkei, next week ends year 21 in my career. It's been an amazing wow. 21 years. And so my background is, is varied. Primarily it is, it's, it's, it's embedded within education. Started teaching high school the first eight years of my career, and then migrated over into higher education where I found a home ever since. And so for the past mm-hmm. it's 15, 14, or less, if I'm not doing my math right, 11 or 12 plus, <laughs> uh, I, I committed myself, 13 plus actually, I committed myself to higher ed and started from adjunct, made it all the way to dean, and then went back three years ago back to the faculty ranks full time again. It's been an incredible journey, and I always say the magic happens in the classroom. And so from, from being a professor to being a published author, as, as you've already stated, Everyday Folks has been my baby for the past 14 years. It's garnered great success around the world, over half a million copies sold. And it's been wow. great, and yet I've been doing so many things that are academic and scholarly based that I forgot if not pushed back to the, on the back burner, my, my creative voice. So Everyday Folks That's Radio and, and, and the creative writing, it, the, the writing of Everyday Folks Volume 2, which is forthcoming, are the things that are bringing me back to my roots. So I'm an author, yeah. a journalist, a teacher, a counselor, a therapist, a client, <laughs> whatever you want me to do, depending on the hour. <laughs> but I love all I am human, and I'm very grateful to operate within all my talents. Wow. Yeah, I I just have to say, and this is just this is just me. I just you know, there's there's certain people in my life that I just I literally call extraordinary and you are one of those people because you have so Thanks many gifts, so, so many talents. And not only that, what I really love about you is that you you, you share it with others and you also support people. And, you know, not everybody does that and I just I just think that's one of the best things about you is the, the, the support that you give to so many people. If I mean, we wouldn't even have time on this show to list how many people you have supported. So I know that um, some of my listeners that know this um, are, are probably clapping and saying amen because you are just that person. And I personally just want to thank you for just being that. Thank you so much. Oh, that was very kind. And I needed that. As you know, I've had a very turbulent week with the passing of my yes. father. And so it's been oh, quite eventful, but yet this is why <laughs> I really felt this anniversary show was important. So thank you for those kind words. I truly appreciate it. 
Yes, I wasn't going to mention that, but since you did bring bring it up, I just want to say thank you for coming on, even though this, this is happening. I'm so sorry for you. So sorry for your loss. Absolutely, and you know, I'll, I'll say this. This is a, and I appreciate your acknowledging it, and I and I have no problem discussing it. It's it, life is life, and depending on one's belief system, we have listeners from all over the globe from different walks of life and interests. The thing is, you have to celebrate life and, and enjoy the one you have, and make use of it. And so. It's it's one of those things where I, I realize I've graduated now into that new class of individuals who have lost a parent. It's always death is always unsudden and untimely, but yet it is very certain. It's resolute, and so as as much as it could be ang- there's such anguish right now, there's such I'm so fascinated by this experience, and once I'm far removed from it and dear in in, in, in the very near future, I hope I'll be able to committed to prose in some incredible way. Oh, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. You are a great writer. I am sure that you will. And for those of you who want to just know more, I I really want to encourage you to go to my friend Narissa Street's site at beyourownanswer.com. That's beyourownanswer, all, all spelled out, dot com. And go to Be Your Own Educator. Under that, you'll see my interview that I did with Billy, and I, I encourage you to look at that interview because you will you will see just how phenomenal this man is, and especially the things that he does in the classroom. So I really encourage you to uh, go and see that, and of course I'll post that on my on my Facebook page as well. And so when we did that interview, what were your thoughts during mm-hmm. that interview? Oh my, I had to first say. Uh, very rarely do I get the chance to get interviewed because I'm so busy doing the interviewing as you as well with others. Right. And so I yes. was, I was, I, I was thinking, oh good goodness, there's so much going on. What could I possibly talk about that they already don't know? <laughs> Especially you, right. because you're a part of my life. I know. But it was, it, right. and it was also supporting not only supporting your interests but also supporting Narissa Street. Folks, I have to tell you, if you haven't seen the beautiful Narissa Street, you should check her out on her social media. Everywhere I, yeah. we, I go on social media, she is there winning awards, getting recognized, making contributions to all kinds of groups like Girl Scouts of America. You name it, she's doing it. And definitely another voice uh, in the game to, to be reckoned with. But I share that interview with very – it was exciting because it was the first – it was a great way to open the new calendar year because that was the very first interview I had uh, of 2016. And I cannot believe that was almost 18 months ago. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> 18 oh, months. I tell you. You and oh I were sitting gosh. at a Denny's. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember the Denny's meeting? <laughs> when you introduced it to me, for we were getting our grub on everybody. We like oh, we, we, we are beautiful people. I know I'm an extra, you know, I, I'm extra girth in the body. And so, therefore, I had to have a good meal, and of course, I corrupt a Nike who was doing the right thing, and and <laughs> to, to not eat bad things. But here I am eating my hotcakes and my sausage and eggs, and yes, Rick too. And we had that conversation. So I remember it very well. In that article, I remember forwarding it to my dean, and forwarding to others out in the literary community, and they were both very uh, 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 pleased by its content. But I was just grateful, truly grateful, and, and, and welcome all types of opportunities for any venue. So I, I, I'm, I'm still on the up and up like everybody else. We're all trying to climb up. So if there's yeah. anything that I can do and at least get a forum where I could be recognized and saluted, I'm always there. Yeah, yeah, it was a great, it was a great interview. I'm, a, I'm definitely going to post it on there because you guys should definitely check it out. And so also we have the Keeping Up, the, Keeping up With K-Pop Ladies on uh, oh. part of our Everyday Folks family. And so I just wanted to know, what made you uh, decide to have these ladies join us? Good question, actually. So you were the first. I want to say to everyone first that um, Anike is the first show signed after BJ Speaks on to Everyday Folks. So besides my own show, she is officially the first sign-on show of our, our program's history. And so after having her having you on, I was having concurrent conversations with another group, one of my former students, Stephanie, who had, and, and at one point she was in my classroom, had me for two different levels, actually three courses, two levels of comp and one course. She just finished with me with creative writing. 
And she always, always, since day one when I first met her a good year plus ago, almost two years ago, she wanted to do write a book and to do radio. So this opportunity, as it was coming to fruition, I mentioned it to her. Of course, she jumped on it. And I also recognized that we wanted, hearing everyday folks, we want, I thought it would be great to bring in a variety of, of generations. You and I represent Generation X, Anike. And so I said, what way could we introduce in a very unique way millennials to our platform? And so out of the birth of, of K-pop, actually it emanated from them. It started with Stephanie and her team. And so they pitched it. I, I, I took it. I caught it. And in a year, their anniversary, by the way, is next month as well. Their anniversary oh, okay. show is next month. And so yes. it, it just started that way, and it really started as a way of a, looking at a way that we could capture a millennial market and also, too, the fascination with Korean pop music. Folks don't realize this, mm-hmm. that, but America and, and Great Britain infects the world. And so, so the music that is emanating from K-pop, there are now collaborations with American artists and, and, and other European artists, and they perform in English, some in Korean, but mostly in English. And they, there is a very arduous process to become a K-pop artist. You have to go through all, a schooling for five years before wow. one can be officially signed and start getting gigs. It is an art. It's like getting a degree, honestly. It is a degree, pretty much, minus the credential itself. But you have to go through a five and ten year training to become a, a pop artist in, in Korean music. And so I was so fascinated by all that, being a lover of music as well. And I thought that this this team of dynamic young ladies would do it, and, and they've been doing it so well. So, yes, that's where it came from. Okay. All right. Well, if, if the ladies are listening, hello, and happy future anniversary to you guys. And uh, <laughs> keep doing your thing because you're, you're doing it great. So congratulations to you. And so now let's, let's, let's do some further catch-up with you. Tell us about your latest projects. What's going on? Oh, boy. Well, the latest project, as Anike knows, has been my house. <laughs> it's yes. been the, it's, it's like the nightmare that will never end. And I say this because not the house, but being who I am in terms of my own peculiarities, let me say this, America and beyond, I wanted things the way I wanted, and plus I moved from uh, suburbs of Miami, community to the outskirts, almost a county line, literally the county line of Miami in North Miami Beach. And so it is a similar yet different way of living. I moved to a home, a beautiful home on a beautiful land, almost a quarter acre. And there, as you can imagine, with a house that's built in 1950, a lot of work. So that's been my first project and also getting my home studio up to host and do incredible everyday folks work from book to radio. So in that regard, what I've been up to, I've been writing a lot, and I have found time to write in the midst of the, the craziness, finding time to write on everyday folks. By the end of this calendar year, I've had to push it back again because of all going on in my life. I'm using the remainder of this calendar year to finish the edits on Everyday Folks Volume 2. It will be okay. released in spring of 2018. There will be an official release announcement coming out to everyone and all social media feeds. And if those of you who are in Miami want to come, you'll know where to find me once that information is ready. We'll provide it to you. And then I've been writing a lot of poetry. So I've been very busy. As you know, I've been writing this book title, and I started on it in January 2016. So we're going on a two-year adventure with this. And it is a, the book is tentatively titled Historic Sites and Other Likes of South Florida. So I'm paying homage to the incredible historic places of South Florida that people either know or don't necessarily know the backstories of. So that's been a lot of fun. So I've been visiting all kinds of cool places, the Coral Castle and Homestead, to the Stranahan House in the East, um, East Las Olas in, Fort, in downtown Fort Lauderdale. I've been in all these great places capturing these incredible stories and committing those storylines from the people who live in those places to anything else I could gather, committing them to prose. And it's been a lot of fun. And this also will be my very first poetry book. This won't be released until 2019, but nonetheless, it is a great endeavor. It's very therapeutic in many ways, too, from the monotony and all the things that I'm doing. So that's, that's another project. And then the last, I guess, the, 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 
the, the most favorite of all. As you know, teaching has been fun, doing great, incredible things at, at Broward College. In fact, uh, we just hosted our third annual Festival of Music, Film, Literature, and Art, of which I was the chair of again this year. And we had nine events taking place over the course of one week that, that all tied within that acronym. It was a lot of fun. And our mutual friend, Anike, Zarina Frey, the, the author of Conquering Haters, How to Deal with Negative People, she was the keynote <laughs> and author, and I should say this too, make sure I plug her right. She's also the editor-in-chief of 45 Magazine. She was the, she was the author of the, of the festival this year. And she awesome. killed it. She was so good, awesome. so good. And so if any of you would like to see any of the footage of that, you can go to my social media feeds and you can go back into the timeline you'll see actual clips of her doing live spoken word and giving us a show to remember. Awesome. Yes, she is fantastic. She she wins a lot because we're both a part of South Florida Writers Association and she always mm-hmm. kills it during the the contest. She's always yeah, always winning. She's fantastic. <laughs> and she so, is, speaking, fact, I want to you know. I it, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to plug your book because it's on on Amazon. Everyday folks, short stories Thank on the you. common people on Amazon. Get yours today. Just want to plug it. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate the love, everybody. And I just wanted to add as a final. Both come check us out. Sometime in September we'll be doing another reading. Maybe Anika S. will be at the microphone at South Florida Writing Association during one of her (laughs) readings. And I do have to say, folks, last May, March of 2016, Anika was the keynote for our campus for Women's History Month. And she did exactly what we wanted her to do and then some, which was inspire students about finding their passion and on their incredible journey. And my students, by the way, Anika, are still talking about that a year later. Oh, <laughs> a year later. So much. And this was wow. an okay, folks, one-on-one, face-to-face. So it was so much fun. And, I, in fact, one of my students who just graduated this past Tuesday, he said, do you remember that really tall lady? Um, I, I said, Anika S. <laughs> and he said, yes, Anika S. Oh, my gosh, that was one of my favorite lectures because she really made me oh, think. I'm here today and I graduated because you. of Anika S. And so I said, well, why don't oh you go to her page, com? Here it is. And I showed it on my yes. phone. <laughs> go to her page and oh subscribe and tell her thank you. So I did, yes. that was definitely a plug for you, too. I mean, you, you don't realize how much you're doing for others, too, Anike. You're providing oh, a platform for you. many people, many people. Thank oh, you. have you seen her lineup on her show and the individuals <laughs> who she's had on? I mean, she had a one-time five. I'm thinking, whoa, she's five again. <laughs> Her show. I said, "How is she going to manage that? I haven't even done that." And the K-pop used to have five of their show at host, so somehow she got it done. And it was one of her biggest shows, and I said, "Congrats for that," because that takes a lot of talent and and also courage. Because again, when you have more personalities in one place, a lot can happen. So good job. Yes, thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> and to any of your students listening, yes, please hit me up on social media. Love to follow up with you, and I, I'm so glad that I inspired you. That is a part of what I want this show to be, my lectures to be, and I just thank you. That's that's awesome. I love it. And so, listen, if you all have any questions or comments for Billy or myself, or you want to share one of your favorite memories or an event that happened within the last year, give us a call at three four seven five three nine five three seven two. Or if you're on the call now, just go ahead and press one on your keypad. And let me know when you're ready to go. And so right now, I'm going to go to our first email question. And um, they're asking me, and I'm going to ask you too, what is something that you learned from one of your interviews that you were able to apply to your life? So be thinking about that. Oh, goodness. One of the things I learned applied to my life, I didn't read this ahead of time. I wanted this to be fresh in my (laughs) fresh answer. Mm. But I think that, um, you know, I learned something from each interview, actually. And I mm-hmm. think this during the month of inspiration, when I was just speaking to, I think one of the, the main things I just, I just, it just kind of helped me when I was talking to the people that have just been through it, just 
gutted. I mean, just, you know, the people have just been gutted, but they are, they have strived and they have thrived. And I, I got inspiration for that because um, Billy knows, and I'm, many of you know, you know, you just, I've just gone through um, many different things physically and, and just, just that inspiration just kind of catapulted me, you know, a little bit. And so I think that really helped me. What about you? You know, it's, it's, I, I ditto everything you said. There are so many incredible people you meet. And after each interview in days past, you're still reflecting on that dialogue. And there's always a takeaway for the host from each of those conversations. The one thing I realize is that every person, no matter how famous or how, how novice or new they are to things, everyone wants a chance to be heard. And very rarely do people especially the incredible unsung heroes that we, that we, who we interview many times and they could get a chance. And I start realizing, like, my goodness, this world is so vast. And how can I be a better person as a result of my collaboration or communication with this person I just interviewed? And I try to take that in in every instance. And I'll, I'll give you an example. One of the shows that I remember very vividly, which very recently, was my our dear colleague, Ricky Dorn. And Ricky is the mm-hmm. author, poetry author, extraordinaire. Ricky just made me realize, even in the pre-conversations before the show, great writing doesn't happen overnight. That you have to cultivate it. You have to water it. You have to cry over it. You've got to walk away from it. Throw it against the wall. Smash yeah. it down. Okay, I'm getting a little emotional. Yeah. Well, the point is, it's yeah. part of all yeah. these things, and that someday it will arrive where it needs to be. So I don't have to push myself so hard and be so hard on myself, because I am my own worst critic. And I found mm-hmm. that now when you interview people, others share that philosophy too. I'm not alone in that community of individuals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting when just um, thinking about um, the reflecting on what's happening this year. Um, when you ask people about other major events that happening that's happened, the election and Trump's presidency <laughs> just clouds everybody's mind. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's so many other things have happened, and I just want to just take a, a few moments and just celebrate the wonderful things that have happened. Like for yeah. African Americans and for Americans, period, September 24th was one of the most memorable days of the opening of the African American, first African American um, museum. And mm-hmm. I remember just watching the Af- first African American president ring the bell with the 99 year old Ruth Bonner, who was a direct descendant of a slave. I cannot imagine what was going through her mind at that moment. And if you haven't already, you can hear my interview with one of its, the museum's curators, Dr. Joanne T. Hippolyte, um, during our March 18th interview. It was fascinating. And uh, it was one of my, ho- my highest-rated shows. I was so excited. And so I just, I just wanted to I just want to plug the amazing things that have happened during this last mm-hmm. year. And so, Billy, what are your thoughts on that historical day? I think when I and it's it's Dr. Hippolyte when you interviewed her, I remember she and I crossed paths, and this was I want to say a good decade ago, and I was in another capacity at another institution, and she it was electronically by the way, and I remember her having this discussion. She's always been a historian doing what she does, and I remember we wanted to bring her either for Black History Month at the college at the time, because she's one of the big names. It was something I can't recall which. But I remember that that day is very symbolic for us. Why is it that it is now in the 21st century, 50-plus years after after the Civil Rights Act, good 40, 50, 50 years after the assassination, uh, nearly 50 years after the assassination of uh, MLK, and well removed from Roe versus Wade, are we now just getting these opportunities? It's kind of sad. And what's even more so is that we are now, especially as people of the African diaspora, we are the richest, uh, largest, one of the largest, not largest, one of the largest conglomerates of of people in terms of economic development and contribution than we've ever been in our history. And I said, wow, it's only now that we're getting these things. 
But instead of sitting over here and pointing the finger and holding up a banner and being ticked off by what didn't happen mm-hmm. already, I decided right. to be part of the solution and, and celebrate it. And it's true. It's, it's been a great movement. I just can't wait to see what K-12 and post-secondary communities will do in order to expose students to these wonderful resources that this particular facility has and hosts. And not only face-to-face, because there's nothing like seeing it face-to-face, but also virtually, too. Yes, yes. And I just, I love the fact that we now have a place where, because, you know, there's so many, unfortunately, in our culture, so much negativity, so much negativity and deaths and and shootings and this and that. And, And now it's just, you can go to this place and you can say, look at our rich history, all in one place. You can just, I mean, like like she was saying, all day. It's an all day affair, y'all. But it's it's just absolutely. I mean, the, the contributions we made to this country and and the wonderful history that we have. It's just extraordinary, and I'm I'm thrilled that that happened. I'm absolutely thrilled that that happened. Absolutely. So thank you, Dr. for coming on and sharing. And I'm just I'm excited. <laughs> I can't wait to go. <laughs> it's a goal, Nikki. That's a great idea. You know, once the dust settles for us. Maybe there should be a trip to go and visit. Yes. And who knows, yes. you know, after that, have a show up there. Be, do a show hey. up there or a whole segment afterwards since we'll have access physically to so many incredible individuals and being oh, there and man. having our own real account. This is a thought for us oh, I love that. Before that we should consider. I love that. I love that idea. I love it. All right. So let me get to another uh, uh, email question. It says, is there a particular person you'd like to interview that you haven't had on yet, or is there a particular topic you'd like to cover? Why don't you take that one first? Ooh, good question. <laughs> um, I know. I, I, I honestly, if I, I do have some folks in mind. A couple of them I don't want to mention yet because, well, I should mention, because if they're listening, they may want to do it. So most definitely here in Miami, I don't think we tap enough of our, our human resources. I'd love to have a conversation with people such as Dorothy Benjamin Mendigal. I'd love to speak to some of our senatorial members, those who are in elective positions, because they're not very in, – I shouldn't say they're not into. They're not aware of forums that will welcome them to talk about their platforms and for us to have intellectual debates about some of the issues. So I would love to have some of those individuals on. And as well, yes, I'll, I'll be honest, I'd love to have Beyonce come, come through one day. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or perhaps have, or, or, or would love to have a Denzel Washington who picks, this, picks us up on okay. iTunes. Someone who right. has such incredible history. It's wait, 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 wait. Go back history. again. You said he picks us up on iTunes? No, I didn't say you picked us up. I said I'd like for oh, him to okay, pick okay. us up on iTunes if he oh, could. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I want to get that. But straight. it would be nice. If, <laughs> no, I gotta make exactly. I'm a correction. I don't want his people calling us angrily, right? <laughs> but, but definitely having someone of his caliber, or and I and I and I know that a lot of the folks who I just mentioned were of African descent. Please know, folks, that we we're open to all, and I'd love to have oh, a conversation. But even. Uh, some of my favorite authors who, who are local, like mm-hmm. Marge Childress, who lives in the Keys and wrote one of the coolest books, Georgia Bottoms. So these are some of the folks who I'm looking at. Who about, what about you, Anike? Who are you looking for? You know, it's funny because pe- my, mo- my mother probably was laughing because I never think small. I, ever since I was a little girl, I've always thought big. My dreams have always been big. And I would, it would scare me, and it would be nerve-wracking. But I'm telling you, I want to do the Oprah interview. I would love to sit down <laughs> with that woman and have a one-on-one. I would be nervous because she is the master interviewer, but I would like to do it. <laughs> I would tell you. <laughs> well, you're in the um, now. She's sitting, you know she's sitting out. Her new scene is she's sitting out in the woods or some trees or something, and she's interviewing folks all in nature. Make sure you have one yes. summer time, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. I will do that. But, yes, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having a, a one-on-one with our former President Obama either. I wouldn't mind it. That would, that would be, be fascinating. <laughs> that would be an honor. And, oh, wow, I, I, with his, with his, even in, in retirement, he has so much to do. And he 
continuing oh, yeah. to do it. He just wrote a check. He and his lovely wife just wrote a $2 million check for Chicago schools, if I'm not mistaken. And so yeah. I, you're absolutely right. And that's what, yeah. The day you bring that in, uh, we're going to be present. We're going to physically ask to be present somewhere. We'll of have course. a watch party of course. here on Everyday Folks as you have that conversation, and we'll all be silent. We of promise. Course. We won't make a noise. We yes. won't belch. We won't do anything just to make sure <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you're focusing. So absolutely. Yes. Yes. And I just and also I just want to I want to interview more artists. I love artists. And I love the creative process. So that's another group of people. I just love singers, actors, writers. I love interviewing the creative minds because you, you and I both love the creative world, and it's fun. It's just fun. <laughs> and so as far as particular topics, yes, the creative, absolutely. And so, oh, my goodness, 24 minutes left in the show. These, these things go by too fast, Billy, too fast. Yes, they do. <laughs> it doesn't. And so, mm-hmm. go ahead. Just, uh, yeah, just wanted, just wanted Uh-oh, to share. Now. Okay. Oh, I think I mean. Hold on one second. I think it's. It okay. may be. You know what? That's opportunity calling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that opportunity will wait. You see how it works? Even on Enrique's show, Opportunity Call, I thought I had placed that on hold. Folks, I am so sorry, Enrique. See, now I am infecting you with my BJ speaks humor and antics. That is not good for your show. But nonetheless, I am here. So I was going to say something really fast, which was very seldom I think people are now realizing that podcasting, this podcasting platform that we do is unique because we're actually live. Most yes. podcasters will take their shows, they'll edit, they'll record it, and then they'll post what they'd like as an edited show with no live audience interaction on an available platform. This is very right. different because we're actually doing this live, semi-scripted, yes. allowing our listening audience to come in. So it takes yeah. a, different, a different skill set and in, in, in also courage in order to make that work, but it does. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That is so true. And right now I want to share some of the contributions. Now listen closely, y'all, because there's going to be some information in here that you want to know. Uh, Nakia Cook, one of the um, people that are contributing to the electronic gift bag, she has tips and tricks on making money, saving, and spending wisely. And you can get more information on that by texting to 22828. 22828, and I'll have that on my social media as well. And she also has some freebies to give out. And as a courtesy to the show, she will be, be providing her workbook, I Checked and I'm Balanced. Her workbook, I Checked and I'm Balanced. And, of course, Billy will be offering his book, Everyday Folks, Short mm-hmm. Stories on the Common People. And Narissa Street, founder of Girls Call the Shots, Girls Call the Shots will be providing a 20-minute session on transforming your story in order to turn your trial into your triumph. And some of my listeners might remember that she actually came on the show and did that, and two of the listeners, that the two listeners were just blown away. One just hurt. It actually changed her uh, business to become more successful. So check those things out. And remember what I just said. All right. And, and listen, if you have any questions or comments, the lines are open, 347-539-5372. The email is open at nikaypassionjourney at gmail.com. And get those answers coming in to get your chance to have the electronic gift bag. All right. Now, I thought we'd have a little bit of fun. I did this before the show. And it's kind of like it's an old-school throwback question. Are you ready? Uh, let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Everyone had to have this jacket in the eighties. Hint: if you like, if you had it, you felt like you belonged. What's the name of that jacket? Uh, is that or is that for anybody called? No, that's for you. Oh, What's it's the for name me. Oh, okay. So the jacket. Yeah. Wasn't I don't remember the name of the jacket, but it had zippers on it. Yeah. Or was it? Wait. Hold yeah. on. There were two. There were a couple of jackets. There was a members only jacket. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
Because there was the other one. I'm thinking of a different one that Michael Jackson made, but the members only, you could buy those at the Eagle store. I remember those. <laughs> it was. I think it had, it had like three colors. It was like black, uh, I think, you know, it was black, uh, gray, and like a burgundy. I think it came in like three. <laughs> it was a trip. Everybody had to have those jackets. Okay, here's the next one. These pants are associated with a famous rapper. And he had a huge entourage. Hey, this, remember? this is, ooh, those are those, 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 um, those sagging pants that MC Hammer used to wear. Yes. Oh, right. Parachute pants. Parachute pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're putting me out here now. Because as you know, as well as I do, this tells my age, and I've been telling people I've been 21 for a long time. So now that's the you need to give that up. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give it up. That I never wore. Oh, yeah. Never wore those. Oh, oh, I did yeah. remember the only jacket, but I never had a few pants. And I did imitate his jacket. <laughs> I thought I was going to that one time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now, this was a very popular movie during the days of breakdancing. There was no stopping these stars of this film. If you remember that famous song, then you remember the film. Yes. Uh, breaking. Yes. <laughs> breaking and then breaking electric boogaloo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and please tell me you remember going oh, to the party. Boy. They put the cardboard on the ground. Oh, oh God. Oh, that. Oh. We can honestly say in the next few years that these 80s were almost 40 years ago. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's it. The game's over. Game's over. <laughs> you did not have to go there. I did. I'm sorry. I'm so did. I so did. <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. All right. Here's the next one. Now I don't know. I don't know if you remember this one. But I'm gonna see. The '60s had the Rat Pack. Our teen generation had the Fill in the Blank Pack. Great. The Rat Pack and then the Fill in the Blank Pack. Yes. Um, I don't know this one. This one has me stumped. What is this? You don't remember? It had. Molly Ringwald and um, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the other. But it was, it was called the Brat Society. No, no, no. They were part of the Breakfast Club. You the Breakfast that? Club. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the Breakfast yeah. Club. Oh wow! I completely forgot about it. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking of was it not the same movie? Or was I thinking about something else? Because she's everywhere. Molly Ringwald was everywhere one time. Yeah. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Okay, now this one's going to be easy for you. This rapper made his high hair a style famous. Named the artist and the style. So this is a high top feed, and you're yes. talking kid from Kid in Play. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And do you Got remember it. the Charleston? I remember the Charleston. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 and every time I see the movie House Party, I yeah. wish House Parties were fun like that. Everybody would be choreographed and everyone would hang out and wear clothes <laughs> that were decent. I mean, it was so yeah. nice in yeah. those days. And, and now I won't even say what a Getty is. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. man. But, oh, man. Yes. And, and And you remember, okay, now, you remember how it was at the House Parties where it, everything was cool, and then all of a sudden, the lights dim. What happened when the lights dim? Ah. <laughs> the slow dance you know again, right? <laughs> yep. And what's funny is that a lot of these folks in those movies are now in the early 50s. Yeah. Right. It's scary. <laughs> oh, man. It's oh, scary. Man. It's scary. But yet, they're still funny, and okay. they're still relevant, at least to us. <laughs> yes. Okay, can you name the last tour for the famous Jackson Brothers? The last tour? Yes. Um, it wasn't this. This is it. 
No, no, that's, that's, that was Michael by himself. I'm talking about when they were all together. Oh, um, let me think. Oh, gosh. I don't remember this one. I honestly don't remember the name of that one. I don't, I don't remember. It was called the Victory was Tour. Victory! That's right. I love that show. Oh, my gosh. That was a great night. I was actually, I was able, uh, my, my friend at the time, her uncle got a servo center. And I was so close that when Michael threw his hat, I saw the woman who caught it. It was wow. amazing. It was one of the most amazing experiences I ever had. I'm so glad I got a chance to see him in person. It was amazing. All right. We have a caller. We have a caller. Let's get him in there. Oh, Caller, you are on with us? Hello? I'm telling you. Hello, caller. You're in on the show. Okay. Hello, caller. You're on the show. Going in the room and lock the door. <laughs> okay, I think I think they didn't realize they were on the show. So we just gonna keep it moving. Let's <laughs> see, even and Nikki asked to find people's passions. We're hearing things we should not hear on live okay. radio. Yeah, but it's all I good. To, I anyway, it's all good. Yes, I had to hang up immediately because I didn't know what the next thing was gonna be said. <laughs> Okay, we have an email question for you, Billy. As an author, professor, and radio show host, how do you manage it all to get to get it all done so well? And Thank you Capri for Johnson, hey Capri. Oh, Billy and I say hey. This is from Listen, you. The honor. We have to say this first. Lady oh, Kim yeah. Johnson has been on both of our shows, right, Nikki? Yes, she She's has. Been on both of our yes, shows at least twice. She's like the only yes. guest who has had more than one show. In fact, we'll make it history, and we'll make her. We'll put her on K-pop at some point too. She's been really <laughs> awesome. And go black tongue clothing. Yes. Please purchase your black tongue clothes. I wear mine every week. Great stuff. Blacktongueclothing.com. Yes. How do I manage it all? It is honestly a good mobile device, email alert reminders, uh, a partner who understands and is patient. And a good sense of humor. If if you're not mm. laughing, you're not having fun. And if I'm not having yeah. fun, then you're really just working. And what I see by yeah. you is more than just working. It's a, a part of life. It's a way of life. And I'm very grateful to have that in my life. So I would say yeah. that managing from technology to human resources and also finding time, making sure there's a healthy work balance, which I'm trying to get better at, but making sure there's a mm-hmm. quality time beyond the work where I can just chill. So those are the things yeah. that help me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you you got to you got to and I I I've definitely been learning about the whole juggling and balancing that because like Billy knows so well a lot goes into planning the show and we are our, our own producers. So we are the ones that, you know, we book the guests, we get we get the show notes, we you know, we uh, do the do the promoting, and um, it's quite a bit. <laughs> it's quite a bit, and Very true. so you really have yeah, and you have to really, and it's it's something where it it can take a lot of time, but you have to also realize, of course, you have your other projects, you have your personal life, you have um, your writings. As far as you know, Billy and I are both writers, and so it's it's a it's a real balancing act. And lists, list, list. Are yep for me <laughs> extremely important. I've got to have my list. Billy, I know he has his 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 race boy going on, and it's so important because you have to see everything of what's going on, and um and you, and you just have to have a, a breakdown of everything so that you'll know, okay, today this is what I need to be doing. Tomorrow this is what I need to be doing, and so that balancing act is is so important, and um, yeah. So thank you for that question, and and for my own plug, uh, Capri and I have Black Tongue Clock Chronicles, and um, I am writing stories for her uh, her shirts, 
and it's been a joy. I love being a creative writer, and you can go to her site at blacktonclothing.bigcartel.com and read a story and buy a shirt. So <laughs> thank you very much for that, and thank you for Capri. And, you know, just for Billy and I, I know Billy um, echoes the sentiment, your, your support for us and for what we do is tremendous. So, it is. Go, oh, Chris B. <laughs> She'll kill me later. <laughs> okay, we talked about Billy, that, by not, the not way. Me. <laughs> not, not a but all on me, Christy Green. But there is a story behind that. And if you'd like to hear the story, it was a sur- it surfaced during her interview, if I'm not mistaken, it was February 2016. Go back to the archive on Black on 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 Blog Talk Radio or from my website, and you'll see it and hear it. <laughs> Definitely a fun moment. Yeah. All right. Oh my goodness, we're down to our last nine minutes. I have so much I want to say and, and ask you. So I'm gonna just gonna go forward and go for um and I'll be brief on my responses. <laughs> as we get into the la- these last min- nine minutes of the show. The ex- I just wanted to personally share, and I know that um, I wanted Billy to follow up with this as well. For me, today's celebration is so important for several reasons. First is, is because of the feedback that I receive from the people that are tuning in and, the, and saying that they've been encouraged and they've been inspired, which are my two main goals. And um, I'm also proud of the fact that I hung in there through rough patches and um, having the condition that I have, that, that should have been a show closer. But I'm carrying mm-hmm. on. And next, my guests, like, like Billy, it's just been a thrill to meet so many wonderful people and to support my dear friends and colleagues throughout the year. Um, as anybody knows me, support is, is paramount to me. And mm-hmm. finally, it's been amazing to watch uh, my listening audience grow and have the opportunity to speak to you on show days and getting the wonderful comments on my social media, and I'm grateful to you all for tuning in. So go ahead and, sh- and share your thoughts on having your show, Billy. Oh, I will say this. I, I feel that it's just, it's been fun, and it is outlet for me beyond the incredible, yet sometimes monotonous tone that life can bring. It has been a, a pure joy, and I am so grateful for the incredible people that this platform has introduced me to, first to you, of course, and everyone else that's come into our lives as a result of the work through you. So I'm very grateful for that, and it's only telling in time where we're going next. Folks are more interested in seeing us, so now we've got to put our thinking caps on in ways, and there are some things we've been exploring on how we can show ourselves to people more. And also yeah. providing and providing some support in terms of general interest and commentary, and 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 making this platform a, a vehicle for effectuating change within our own communities. So there is all that going on too that we now have to consider. And so it's just been all of those things. This has been fun, and I'm so glad that even in the midst of our own individual challenges, that's called perseverance. We we see it through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, during these last few minutes, I want to just kind of do a little speed round with you. And so um, I, I had my mom on the show, as you know, and it's a really interesting um, conversation. And she gave, and I always say she gave me one of the greatest pieces of advice, which is that one word, think. What is the best advice you ever received? Can you repeat that question again? I couldn't hear the last part. Yeah, what is the best advice you ever received? Best advice I ever received, don't – a couple pieces. Number one, try to go a bit angry because things will always work themselves out in the end. Mm-hmm. And two, if you are – if you're not living life, you're not living. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very key, especially in the passing of my father recently. That's something that I know he would have echoed. And, and so I, I realized life is for the living, so live it. Very yeah. key advice. Yeah. Yeah. And as, we, as I mentioned before, like myself, you're a writer. When, when did you um, first realize that you can write? And do you remember your first work? I do. In fact, 
I remember my first article. I was in fifth grade. I was editor-in-chief. Well, actually, I was in fourth grade. I started writing a lot for a school publication. Wow. But it was in fifth grade when I was editor-in-chief at Coral Reef Elementary of my school paper, of which I have a copy of, actually. I should put a copy of that online, an actual copy of and. And it was so much fun. I wrote about the school lunch and the pizza and the hot dogs, some other, some nonsense at the time. But it was a great, great experience. And I realized then that I like this. I like this place, yeah. this this forum, and this means of communicating. Nice. Wow, fourth grade. Okay, nice. <laughs> what is your definition of passion? Well, my definition of passion is listening and doing the unthinkable and not letting the unthinkable do me. And Oh, okay. You have to repeat that. That's the right part, that's we need to play this Go back ahead. on the show. Play this back on your archive. Yes, yes. We're going to roll today. Yes, we yes. inspired. And also it, yes. it's following your dreams and being realistic with yourself and setting realistic milestones in order to bring those dreams to fruition. Oh, wow. Okay. Can you just say that again about the unthinkable? Oh, I was on a roll. I get so caught up in myself, I forgot what I said. <laughs> but I'll say it again. <laughs> I'll try to put it together in words. So it's doing and – oh, gosh, I don't remember what I said. It's doing and thinking the unthinkable and not letting the unthinkable do me. Yes. Because they have to work in coordination. They have to work in tandem. They can't. They have to be in agreement. If they're not in agreement, then you're in conflict with yourself, and nothing gets accomplished. Mm. People will end up being, as my dear friend Kip says, busy at being busy. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. That's my quote of the day. Love it, love it, love it. So, what's next for you? Well, the next thing that's coming up is definitely launching a few things and getting some folks with commercial spots and commercials. Not commercials, yes. like, but commercials, as we say, right? Marshals. As we say in Nika, we need some commercials. So this summer yes. we hope to release the first Everyday Folks commercial, several series of commercials that we could use for targeting our individual shows as well as the entire Everyday Folks radio platform. So commercials are going to be happening this year. And as well as creating and adding a fourth show to our timeline. There, right. there are a couple conversations that I've been having. I'm looking at the board here in my home studio. And I realize there are some couple places that individuals who I've been courting for potentials, and those are conversations that you and I will have offline. But definitely there. Okay. And, of course, bringing everyday folks out. I will be, oh, I forgot to say this. Hopefully, if I get selected at Broward College, we now are a TEDx, which is a derivative of TED Talks. It's the, high, it's the mm-hmm. college version of TED Talks. I, we now have a license at the college, and so I submitted a proposal, and I hope it gets accepted, which is titled, the, it's called an evolutionary perspective. Is technology destroying the art and power of writing? And hopefully, in 18 hmm. minutes, I'll be giving a dialogue about that on October 26th for TEDx. So that will be fun. So I'm stepping now awesome. back into the public speaking world in that regard. Well, congratulations in advance because you're gonna get it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I hope, thank it. you so much. Thank you. Yes. And I just want to plug my show next week, May 20th at 3. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in to hear the author of The Reverse Effect, Lifestyle Coach and Motivational Speaker, Clinton McCloy. He is going to be coming on and talking about inspiring you to do what inspires you. And I like that because if you want to be successful, you have to be the one that's inspired first. So join us at 3 p.m. next Saturday. Don't forget that. And it has been a joy. We are down to the last minute of the show. Thank you so much for just this opportunity for coming on today and for being with me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks all. <laughs> yes. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Have a successful yes. week. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. And as always, I wish you great success on your journey into your passion. Billy, any final thoughts? I thank you and keep up the great work, my dear friend and sister, Anika S. Only here on Journey into Passion. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Billy and I are going to continue with our shows, BJ Speaks, and this show, Journey into Passion, the ladies with Keeping Up with K-Pop. We are going to be here for you, and, of course, we're going to have 
like you said, our fourth show coming out. So I hope that you continue to keep up with us, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And do yourself a favor and do something to make yourself happy. Have a great day. Take care.